Welcome to the Dirty Slides Podcast. I am your host, Joe Prano, coming to you live from the Laz Lair in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Andy Laz Lazarus. What it is, Joe? How are you, Laz? Oh, man, I'm fucking dying in the sweltering heat in the Laz Lair. I did not expect the Laz Lair to be a place without ice-cold air conditioning. Well, I came well, over in full pants, yeah. just assuming. Yeah, just assuming it'd be a, a brisk 67 degrees in yeah. here. Yeah. I thought 67 max. Well, the problem was that I've been blasting my air conditioning all day long at 47. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that got it down to like 66 degrees, which is amazing. And uh, it's just... Has not been a, as effective lately. <laughs> it, just, it just basically stopped working on it. It basically just stopped working. I mean, it's still buzzing. Yeah. You know, but it's not working. No. no. Now, and it's always fun when the air conditioner turns on you. Yeah. Because then it just starts blowing hot air and you're like, come on, man. Yeah. I know you got it in you. Yeah. It's like you got to more. Give, just give me give another him, hour. It's the all star break. You yeah. got to you got to give your air conditioner an all star break. My whole house is well. taking an all star break. Yeah. Like my dryer fucking broke today. Um, the AC. It's it's a disaster around here. You're at the trading deadline. A yeah. lot of things got to go. Yeah. The yeah. Upgrade. I'm a I'm a seller. Now, you're a baseball guy. That's what we're doing here. Yeah. You've you've fought through some hot, you know, summer double headers in your Certainly. day. Uh, do you, how does the cold or the hot how does that all affect you? Would you rather be hot or cold? I'd rather be hot. You'd rather be hot. I'd rather be hot. It sucks, but I'd rather be hot. See, I think I'm a, I think I'm a rather be cold guy. Are you sure you're just saying that because it's so hot right now? But you know what? Cold doesn't affect me that much. Like, I'm, I never get, like, super cold. I'm never like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking cold. Like, almost yeah. ever. Yeah. Unless I'm in, like, f- you know, frigid temperatures. I, I just like, can't I don't, remember. Do you ever it, use the heat here in the winter? Oh, yeah, all the time. I never use the heat. Oh, yeah. And I'm down by the beach. The heat. Yeah. I think the heater was on one day. In, I was like, this smells funky. I don't need it. Yeah, in the winter, I blast the heat. And walk around in shorts. Yeah, in, in the house. Like I like to be warm. You're a California boy. Yeah. Come on, you're a NorCal boy. This shouldn't even be. This shouldn't even be a question. Yeah. No, I I like the I like the heat. That's why I escaped NorCal. <laughs> I was tired of frigid winds through the buildings. Yeah. Well, Laz, it's officially. I mean, we're the the All Star break is upon days us. away. Yeah, yeah, we are we are a week away from the All Star game. We are uh, six days away from the home run derby, hmm. and I believe. Do they they play games on? Do they play games over the weekend? Yeah, I think this up weekend right up until Sunday. Yeah, Sunday and then Monday will be off, and then I think Tuesday is the home run derby. Wednesday is the all star game or something like that. Or Monday, uh, two, yeah, I think it's Monday home run derby. Tuesday all star game, game. Wednesday off, and then back at and then it back on Thursday. at it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wow, yeah, that's not that much time. No, that's barely time to golf. Yeah, that's really not a lot of time. Especially for the dudes who are in the all-star game, you know, you really don't get a break. Yeah. Their only break is basically watching the home run derby. And and it's like, yeah, they're, and then they're there. You remember back in the day when they just had, like, the cameras? Everybody had, like, their camcorder. Right, yeah. It's like now, at least you get a break from that. Yeah, exactly. You just do it all on your phone. Right. 
Uh, what's your? F- let's talk about some of your favorite all-star memories. Um, one of my favorites for sure, even though it was against Big Daddy Rick Rushel, was Bo Jackson's leadoff home run in the '89. And that was, I think it was '89. And that was Bo Jackson leadoff Wade Boggs. Back to back, right? Oh, that's that's right. I forgot yep. about that. So, fun fact: that is one of my uh, all-time All-Star Game memories. But I watched it on tape because I had a swim meet that day. Came home, <laughs> put the tape in. You know, rewound the tape. It had yeah. been recording all night. Rewound the tape to the beginning. Started watching the home. Started what watching. What was your swim meet for in the middle of summer? Was it some kind of like country club or something, or is it a club Just team? Bedford Village Town just swim team. What was the name of your swim team? Were you like the Sharks? No, we were just. We, just we didn't even team. have. Yeah, Bedford Village swim team. Hmm. It's yep. too bad you guys didn't have a nickname. Yeah, you know, and like jackets with like. And and my my, my summer sim- swimming days. That was that's peak Joe Prano. Yeah, that, that was that was the best. Were that you ever carved up? I was just I was paper thin. Yeah, but a fish in the water, and I would swim in the winter. I would like I was a full year swimmer at this time. Eight, nine, ten. I mean, in, okay, so in, you weren't in, tall in, then because you, you grew super late. short. Yeah, super short. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because growing up, my swim coach in the winter said like, "You're going to be super tall, and I'm going to make you into like an Olympic backstroker." Yeah, and I was always like, I was a decent backstroker, uh-huh. but like, uh, not like. And he was like, "You're going to be tall." I'm like, "Dude, I'm the smallest kid in town." You know what I mean? <laughs> and then turns out, was he looking at your hands and feet? What I don't did know. He know. Turns out, six four. Yeah, had it. He was right the whole time. Wow. Should have stuck with it. Junior Olympic swimmer. Really? Yeah. Made it in the. Yeah, you blew it. Made it in the 200 breaststroke and in the and in the 100 IM. Oh, good for you. And man. Uh, but that was peak Joe Prano. I used to swim in the winter, so in the summer I was a badass. Like no, like I'm when I'm saying I didn't lose. I mean I didn't take second. For oh like, really? For like the summer, wow. I wouldn't take second. And I remember I would come in. In the winter, you swim inside. In the yeah. summer, cold pool in the morning. Yeah, isn't all those swim meets at like eight a.m.? Well, no, swim meets usually weekdays after like like week weekday evenings. Yeah, and then the occasional, and then like s- weekends would be daytime, yeah. but still like early, you know, like eleven a.m., ten a.m., oh, okay. eleven a.m. But uh, practices eight AM because we had to go before like camp came in right. pool open for the day. Yeah. And my go to move, you'd love this. It I like I was the Bryce Harper of Yeah. I would sit on the diving board, hoodie, sweatpants, headphones. Headphones. No swimming. No swimming for me. I would not practice. <laughs> <laughs> and you just redeemed yourself completely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And then Because I was about to say, man, you know swimming is stupid because you never don't practice. Yeah. You're always practicing. I practice all winter. Yeah. I was in peak condition. Con- I was in peak condition come summer. Yeah. I don't need your, plus I'm going to, I lived at the pool. Right. The whole day I spent swimming, going off the diving board, hanging out at the snack bar. I yeah. lived in a pool. Yeah. I didn't need 8 a.m. cold pool. No. And I remember one time. And I'm what like, can they do? I, I go, when I take second. I'll practice. I'll practice. And one time my brother's like, if you're not going to practice, I'm not going to practice. And they were like, you take second all, you take like fourth all the time. <laughs> and my brother's like, if he doesn't practice, I don't practice. And I was like, yo, when I take second, I practice. And my brother gives double finger birds to the coach, <laughs> gets thrown off, the swim, thrown off the swim team. He's like, I told you I wouldn't He's practice. He's like seven. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, 
refusing to practice for summer swim team is basically like bat flipping. Bat, I'm, I was a plaxico burst. Yeah, but the the only thing is, I was doing the I was doing the no, sw- not back flipping. I mean, yeah, bat, bat flipping your home runs. Yeah, yeah. It, but it was a bit, I was doing the the baseball equivalent of hitting seventy homers every summer. Yeah. So no, I was like, I wouldn't have practiced. Either. I was like, when I don't break a record, somebody call me. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> Just cocky. Tell me, when, tell me when somebody that's from our county does this <laughs> as good me. as I have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Total fail. Just giving up on that. <laughs> but yeah, swim meet came back, popped in the VHS uh-huh. back to, and it was in, that was in Anaheim. You were in Anaheim? No, no the, the, game the game was, was in Anaheim. Anaheim. Yeah. So pop in the tape. It's night. I'm watching a a, a daylight all star game, That's which was cool. amazing. Yeah, it was just like, wow, why is this? Ha- what time is this happening at? Right. Um, that was one of mine. And then how about uh, Wrigley first all star game under the lights at Wrigley? It was like, what a, year was that? I think it was ninety. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. They were like two years removed from getting lights. Yeah, I remember they debuted the Bono's Bow commercial. Oh, oh, really? During that game. Okay. And I remember a Julio Franco double to win the game. Okay. Awesome. I, I, I believe Will Clark and Matt Williams were involved in that game. I believe they were too, yeah. yeah. And then another one, the Griffey Warehouse Home Run Derby. Oh, oh, in, in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just so like, that was this like, that was the beginning of the next Back in the day, like all the arena type ballparks, where you're just like, okay, he hit no, it to I, the I, deck. That was when they went old school ballparks and like, like worked it into the environment like they do now. And it was yeah. great because they were like, he hit the warehouse. I was like, is that far? Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Where is this warehouse? Can I see a map? But that's that's like kind of like in the movies kind of thing when you bang it off the warehouse or yeah. the light tower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was dope. I just remember Joe Morgan always picking Griffey for to win the home run derby every single year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just in Seattle, by the way. Yes. They have a Griffey statue outside Safeco. Yeah, dude. I saw that statue. It was on your IG, right? Yeah. Um, that didn't look like Griffey to me. I was like, who a bad, is that? A bad Griffey face. Yeah. I thought it was a white guy. Yeah. And then also- I was like, did they make a Jay Buhner statue? And also, Griffey, such a like distinct swing. They mm-hmm. they really didn't ca- like they didn't quite capture- like, It definitely should have been a side view of him. It should be the exact logo that was on his shoes. Exactly. Yeah. They kind of duffed that. Were they trying to do him coming to score against the Yankees or something? No. They do have a they do have a mural of that in there. Okay, like a cool. 3D mural of that, yeah. which I got a picture in front of because fuck the Yankees. Yeah. Um, but that's a disaster. I went that in they did, that they fucked up the Griffey statue. I went in. I don't know if you saw the picture, so you know the answer already. But I went into the ballpark and I was going, I'm gonna get a Mariners hat. Oh, I did see. What Mariners hat am I going to get? And my thought was, I already have like a royal, as much as I like the royal blue with, with the, the S? yellow S, I was like, I already have Mets, tons of Mets, royal yeah. blue hat. So I was like, I'm going to go with What the, about with the trident? Isn't that royal blue too? It is royal blue. They have now done it in the navy and teal, but uh-huh. I was like, that's not a hat they actually wear, yeah. so I'm out on that. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going with Griffiera, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to go with the navy with the teal brim. Yeah. And then I got in there and I was like, I totally forgot about Teal, teal with the with Navy, the Navy brim. brim. Sunday alternates. Yeah. This is clearly the answer. Yeah. Because like getting another Navy, Navy hat, hat, just kill yourself. I have Tigers. I have right. Astros. I've got an you old got Cubs it. hat. I got, yeah. Yeah. I went Teal. 
That's great. I feel like I liked it, was, it a lot. I went in not. I went that in was like, the choice. I went in all over the place, and then mm-hmm. I was like, "This is the only answer." Yeah, it, it was. And my favorite part, I felt comfortable wearing it backwards the whole day because mm-hmm. the kid. Because it's the fucking kid. Because it's the griff. Yeah, why did the statue had him with his hat backwards? It should have just been a shot of him hitting in the Camden Yards Hummer Derby. <laughs> yeah, it should have just been his finish, like what you see on his shoes. You know. Yeah. The high finish. Like, that's... I'm very disappointed in Seattle for that. Great ballpark, though. Yeah. Um, Except they fucked up the Griffey statue. Yeah. Besides the Griffey statue. Except the Griffey statue looks yeah. like Jay Buhner or Dan Wilson. It does. It, it's not... They really... It's not the best statue. No. Like, the Jordan statue. You know, the Magic statue's got the finger up. Right. Like, iconic. Yeah. You... Everybody knows what the Griffey statue should look like. Yeah. And it's just kind of off. Yeah. Just slightly. But like off. the Willie Mays statue in San Francisco is dope because it's exactly his finish, you know? Yeah. No, it's, that's awful. That, that bums me out. Yeah. I was, I was disappointed in yeah. that. Otherwise, fantastic. Yeah. Roof was open. Great ballpark. Um, what I liked is a lot of like iron, like crane-like, uh, like steel around. Kind of an industrial vibe. It's right on the port. A lot of you know, a lot of the cranes that they use to pull, you know, yeah. take shit off the ships. If if it, it fits in almost seamlessly with the area, that's cool. It's right next to CenturyLink, okay, uh, in this like stadium district. Shout out to CT and Malcolm Cook and uh, fuck, I'm forgetting the other kid's name, Nathan, who uh, met all we all met up with, drank, hung out, dirt balls, ate some crickets. How were they? They're chocolate covered crickets? Just like chili lime crickets. Oh, okay. It basically tastes like eating the sunflower seed without the seed in it. Yeah. And chewing it up and okay. swallowing it, but a little softer. Any any other uh local delicacies that uh no. That was <laughs> yeah, it. That was it. That was it. Got uh I'm trying to think. Did I get anything else? And my lady got Did you some, throw some fish? My lady got some chowder. No, we didn't throw fish. We watched some folks throw fish. Okay. Um watch watch some people throw and catch fish. It's yeah. fun. And and had had some uh, oyster shooters. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. Did the did Beautiful. the whole Seattle thing? Did the thing? Fantastic. Did you get depressed at all? Uh, no, it was no, sunny okay. the whole time. I was all right. there. That's awesome. Plus, uh, I am like that's my shit. Like I'll listen to Pearl Jam all day. And yeah, be, and be ecstatic about it. Was like, Mud Honey play- <laughs> <laughs> playing? Mud Honey anyway? played at one point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there is uh, one of my favorite. I I've listened to it for a long time, but KEXP, yeah. which is uh, their their public radio station. I've I've tuned into their app for years, but yeah. like it's not the same as just being there and turning it on, right? Like listening to live. Yeah, you don't listen to radio anymore. No, it's great. That's awesome. We had we stayed in a um, we stayed in an old trailer, like uh, in North Seattle, just okay. like a little like trailer, basically. That's fantastic. And it was all pimped out, super nice. Got an old school radio in it. We tuned it to KEXP. Dope. Put up a little sign. This trailer's rocking. Don't come a knocking. <laughs> you know. Dude, uh, just all that kind of reminds me. Is there a better Seattle movie than Singles? You know, that's a great question. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what other Seattle movies there are. Singles, I'm going ahead and t- I think Singles is overrated. Oh, it probably is. Yeah. Because, you know, I haven't. If it was that good, I would have I watched it more. Right. Yeah. Um, I just remember... Uh, the X Man being like, "Don't come yet." Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up because let's see. 
Seattle movies. Sleepless in Seattle? Eh. Right. Sure. Now, these are just Seattle movie times. Movies <laughs> movies filmed in Seattle. <laughs> what was the other one? No like- Retreat, No Surrender. Don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, Double Jeopardy. War Games. Oh, War Games. Did that take place in Seattle, though? It couldn't have. Not a whole lot of like good Seattle movies. Right. Battle in Seattle. I have no idea what that is, but... Ten co- things I hate about you. Sleep in Seattle. Singles. Say anything. Say anything. Say anything. Say anything might be my yeah. Say might anything. Be my choice. Be my number one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do like romantic comedies. John yeah, but Lloyd Jobler was pretty cool. Yeah. As far as teenage rom coms go. Also, both that and singles, both Cameron Crowe movies. So what's that? Both Cameron Crowe movies. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that's I'm, right. I'm going to say anything, and no, I don't, I'll go and I don't feel bad about it because I'm no. still giving Cameron Crowe my seal of approval. Yeah, you give him a shout-out. Um, any other any other standout all-star um, memories for when you? When Torrey Hunter robbed Barry Bonds of that home run, yeah. and then uh, Barry Bonds kind of did a, a power lift and clean jerk yeah. move <laughs> and spun him around. It's like, yeah, and, I'm on steroids. And my recent... My recent uh, Favorite All Star memory is Degrom's three up, three down, ten pitch, uh, strikeout inning where he was. Who did he face? I don't even remember, but he embarrassed all. He embarrassed everybody. It was, was that like, in Kansas City. Was that 2015? It was. It was probably. Yeah, it was probably two before. Yeah, probably two, three years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ten pitches, all fastballs. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like ten pitch all fastball, cheese by straight three all stars. Straight up shove it. Just like yeah. if you guys, if you haven't seen it, that is peak to ground. Yeah. I mean, ten fastballs in the all star game. Fuck you. Yeah. He misses one, like he goes he goes like eight straight strikes. Mm-hmm. And then he misses like a he misses like a hundred mile an hour, like a little too high, like right. and then comes back and zah. Yeah. Yeah. And you're done. Dirty. Dirty. Um so yeah, those are my those are my all-star memories. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like And uh, I also loved the home run derby in um in Pittsburgh when Frank Thomas was in titting him off the upper in, deck facade. In Old Three Rivers. Old Three Rivers. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like Bonds, McGuire, Bagwell, Thomas. Yeah. It was just steroid roided Bonanza. out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Barry Bonds ever won a home run derby. Uh, he did. He I did? just watched it. He won one against Maguire, like in in a in a, a battle with Maguire. Like when I think it was ninety six. Ninety six. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Maguire oh, on the A's. Speaking of Maguire, all star memories. The one in Boston, where he it was full on peak Maguire, roided out Maguire when he 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 crushed in the home run derby. And then they had the. I remember they had the top fifty players of all time, mm-hmm. and Barry Bonds was excluded, and he was pissed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was when we talked about it. That's when they dragged out Teddy, yeah. Ted Williams. Yeah, right before they froze him. Um, All Star Game. Uh, the the lineups or the the rosters are announced. Any like standout snubs to you? Not really. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I saw that uh, my guy Jed Lowry didn't Was, make it, but I guess he made it now because of an injury. Yep. But Replacing, I'm not sure that was really a snub, really, you know? Yeah. Like, Gleyber Torres is sick. Uh, Altuve is there. Nobody's uh, yeah. nobody's super upset that, like, Jed Lowry wasn't going to exactly. be in the fucking All-Star exactly. game. Blake Snell uh, AL, leads the AL in ERA 2.09, 12-4 on a mediocre Tampa Bay team, 132 strikeouts in 116 innings, opponents uh, 183 batting average. Uh, yeah. So, so they took another Tampa Bay Ray, obviously. Uh, don't you, you still have to take one. There's one representative from each team still. Yes. It may, maybe Archer. Huh. Okay. Uh, players, uh, loaded group of AL starters, Severino, Verlander, Garrett Cole, Sale, and Kluber. So no, not Archer. Um, that's a dirty rotation. Yeah, it is pretty dirty, but. Yeah, like it said, it says here on ESPN, hard to argue against anyone in that group, but Snell has an edge over Cole. Cole started out on fire. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so you got, he's really the only sort of AL snub. The only other thing I would talk about is shortstops, no Simmons, no Segura, who is in a he's, fight. He's in a Both fight. of those guys are in a fight for the last vote. Okay. No Carlos Correa. Now, why is that? He must he he must not have the the stats this year or something. Yeah, and I I'm sure they took Lindor. Yeah, and they took one some who's one. who's the starter? Oh, Machado. Machado. Yeah. Well, because Machado moved over to shortstop this year. So I get it. The only problem is Correa is supposed to be. One of those guys where 15 years from now we're like in his 15th All Star game, right? Like he's just supposed to be. I get it. Yeah, but like if Derek Jeter gets to make the All Star team every year, then Carlos Gray gets to make the All Star <laughs> team every year. Those are just the rules, it, baseball. It, yeah, you set it up. I didn't say Derek <laughs> Jeter should make it every year. You did. <laughs> there, there are a lot of great shortstops right now in the American League. Yes, so it kind of it reminds me a little bit of when it was like a Rod, Nomar, Jeter. That kind of crew. Uh, NL, no real snubs. By war, the biggest position player snubs are Trey Turner. Again, no one needs to see Trey Turner in the All-Star game. Yeah. Brandon Belt, Matt Carpenter, Max Muncie. Uh, guys who I didn't know it, Max Muncie had that many at-bats that he was eligible. Guys who made it uh, Guys who made it instead of them with lower war, JT Realmuto, of course, a catcher. Paul I think Gold. he was a replacement, wasn't he, for Buster? Yeah. yeah. Paul Goldschmidt and Scooter Jeanette. But Scooter Jeanette's leading the NL in hitting, I believe. Yeah. So. Yeah. I said, as far as All-Star games go, not a crazy year for snubs. The only one uh, in the NL that I mentioned on Dirty Sports, uh, Aguilar from your Milwaukee, Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers. Uh, who has got 20 bombs, I yeah, think, and like 65 RBI yeah. or something like that. So, but I think he's uh, one of the like the leading vote gutters for the last vote. So I hope he makes it, even though he's probably going to beat out Brandon Belt for it. But he deserves it. Let's yeah, be real. Two two guys from two year teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're a barely over 500 team, and we have two all stars. So that's fine. I think that's that's fair. Uh, a quick 
before we go into the other news, a quick look around the league as it stands as we approach the All-Star break. Not a whole lot has changed in the last couple weeks, so we can be fast with this. But the standings are as such. Boston, three and a half games up on the Yankees now. Oh, wow, that's a big. So 64 and 29. Yankees 59 and 31. Tampa Bay is three games over 500 after their start, which is fucking impressive. That is impressive. Cleveland Indians are eight games over 500 and eight games over the Minnesota Twins, who are not going to be mentioned along with the rest of the AL Central. Because are the Twins close to 500? Eight games below 500. Oh, so well, then no. Yeah. Houston now three games up on Seattle, despite Seattle having a recent eight-game win streak. Houston, Houston's just Houston's too good, my man. World Series team still. Yeah, like until yeah. somebody until proven otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're three games up on Seattle. Your Oakland A's, Oakland A's, nine games over, eleven games over, oh, five hundred. Fuck, and nine games back, uh, and then the Angels. The, in the sexiest division in baseball, in fourth place, but still a game over 500. But they're 14 games back. Yeah, yeah, that's not happening for them this uh, year. The Philadelphia Phillies are leading the NL East. Oh God, nightmare for you. Nightmare for me. But you know what? At this point in my life, I actually hate Atlanta Braves fans more than I hate Phillies fans because you haven't seen one or met one since 1995. Yeah, and the ones that just like the ones that seem to show up yeah. and talk a fuck like guys, you remember that when you won twenty consecutive NLEs <laughs> and won and you one did, World and you won one World Series, like yeah. tap the brakes on the yeah. new dynasty. We get to the All Star break and your super team is not leading the division. Remember when you had a different strike zone than yeah. the rest of the league? Yeah, yeah. So whatever. I I mean it, it kills me that. I mean, the Mets are a half game up on Miami for last plates, and we are below Philadelphia, Atlanta, Washington. Makes me want to kill myself. Yeah, but how about the fact, silver lining, that maybe Washington doesn't make the playoffs? Yeah. A little bit? Yeah. Would you rather the Braves make the playoffs or the Phillies? The Braves or the Phillies? Yeah. Um, Probably the Phillies, because I feel like the Phillies have – I feel like the Phillies and the Nationals ha- have a choke in them, <laughs> and the Braves, like just by making it, yeah. their fans it's will be like, win. "Look, we're ahead. Yeah, look, we're ahead of the curve. We're look at what we're doing. We're young. We're already in the playoffs." I would like to see those young guys play on in the big stage, um, but the silver lining: if the Phillies win, you get to see uh, Gabe Kapler really fuck it up in the playoffs. Yeah, that would be amusing. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, uh, I'm sort of rooting for Philly or Washington because yeah. I know they both have like epic jokes in that. <laughs> Milwaukee, two games up on Chicago. Yeah, Brew Crew. Seven and a half games up on St. Louis, who's 46 and 43. But Brew Crew looking good. And then the NL West, Arizona, t- doing their Backstreet Boys yeah. or the fucking the, the new kids on the block. Yeah. Hanging. Tough. tough. It was just, oh, I mean, it was three days ago. Dodgers fans were like, what's up now? Fuck <laughs> you. I thought we were done. It's like, well, once again, you are not in first place. <laughs> Arizona, 50 and 41, a half game up on the Dodgers, three games up on your San Francisco Giants. That's pretty good for the Giants. Three games back. Um, I just learned that Joe Panic is going to be on the six week DL. 
Um, but that means more playing time for my guy, Alan Hansen, who scored from first last night on an errant pickup pickoff throw. Where was that game being played? In San Francisco. Wow. Yeah. Just a terrible pickoff play, huh? Yeah, well, it was just one of those things where it was a fucking garbage throw that kind of rolled kind Hit of Hit the wall, stayed on the wall. Stayed on the wall. And this dude's just got burners. Are y'all are your uh your bullpens are still down there, right? Yeah. It's ridiculous. I didn't. It's completely It's just ridiculous. an ode to candlestick? No, no, they forgot. They, they forgot to make bullpens? Yeah, they f- forgot to make bullpens. Because it's not like super uh, ton of foul territory there. No, it's not like Oakland or anything. No. No, it's just super dangerous and irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. And it is complete- They got to have somebody guarding the catcher. Yeah, dude. And, and, and behind center field, there's a fucking kale garden. Yeah. That serves no purpose. Well, except making kale. Yeah, except making kale. But what about you know getting your guys hurt bro, because they're, it's, it's just uh, oh, it's just like it just makes me angry. San Francisco, bro, like oh, kale so is important, sustainable so outfield. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. But here's the good news that the Giants do have some dark, dynamic athletes who are playing instead of Joe Panic, um, in Gorky's Hernandez, who I kind of motherfucked a few weeks ago, but he's still bringing it, and Alan Hansen's going to play and. You know, they finally listened to me and got a little browner. And they brought three, back the brown before, they brought, before, before the San Diego did. Yeah. Uh, the big news in, uh, in stadiums right now is Tampa Bay has released their plans for a $240 million stadium. Now, is this the city of Tampa Bay or the owners of the Tampa Bay Tampa Rays? Tampa Bay Ballpark. Tampa Bay Rays tweeted it today. Okay, good. So, a team plan. My okay. joke on Dirty Sports was, what uh, city with Major League Baseball fans is this stadium going in? <laughs> but <laughs> Certainly not Tampa Bay. Yeah. But if Tampa Bay is going to stay in Tampa Bay. That means I'm they're not, not going to Vegas. I'm not sure that they should, by the way. No. But no. I mean. Let's get them a new ballpark ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. And don't do it like fucking Florida. Don't do it like Miami with that shithead ballpark they put together. Right. Right. Don't do that. But like at least, you know, at least Miami was kind of going for whatever vibe, you know, the kind of pink and hot green vibe yeah, of Miami. Hot green vibe. <laughs> of Miami. It it They almost a, made the ballpark like the field color there is is like a green screen. So they're like, we'll right. make it look like a baseball field in post. Yeah. <laughs> like, guys, why didn't you make it look like a baseball field in construction? It was kind of like a good idea, but with terrible execution. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. what What is there about Tampa Bay that besides the pirate ship, you know, what? like Stri- strip clubs, strip clubs. <laughs> yeah. Make it fucking. Yeah. Make it like basketball or whatever. Yeah. Just have a bunch of just just like stripper poles, stripper in the poles in center field. Yeah. You know, yeah, I Those don't know what monuments. you do. I don't understand why Florida ever... Like, Florida... I mean, how many football teams does Florida have? How many fucking basketball teams does Florida have? Like, do we need... Do we need... Does the state of Florida need multiple teams in every sport? No, especially when all they care about is college football. Yeah. And right. also, your baseball... The, there is baseball. Spring training. Florida. Spring training. College. Yeah. Yeah. You get tons of it. Tons of it. Miami, Florida State, Florida, all the East Coast spring trainings... Right. You get one team. Pick it. Who do you want? Tampa Bay 
or Miami because Portland's getting one of your teams. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't fucking choose soon, Vegas yeah. is getting one Vegas of your teams is, too. Maybe Vegas gets both, both of them. Uh, so with the All-Star break upon us, that means one story leads all stories in baseball. Trades. Mm-hmm. Who's getting traded? I Where mean, are they getting traded to? I mean, it's Machado watch. Really? It's right? Machado watch. And now there's talk because the Orioles are so goddamn bad. Adam Jones watch as well. Like, oh, are, are we going to get rid of everybody? Oh, I mean, I, I'm all about Adam Jones coming to the Giants. Blacker. Oh, get us blacker. Come on, <laughs> on Come on, Adam. Yeah, Adam Jones would be a nice fit. Oh, he's already great. been in orange. Yeah, he already looks right. You know, does he fit in in your outfield? Sure. <laughs> yeah, like, we'll make room for him. Yeah, we'll make room for Adam Jones. No you problem. You know who's always fit in in the Giants' outfield? Black center fielders. Black center fielders. Give him to me. Yeah, all day long. Um, yeah, I I don't think he would. I don't I don't feel like he would cost that much. Adam Jones. No, I don't think so either. I mean, he's probably what thirty two. He's probably you know he's a thirty. That's another old outfielder, but. It's another black outfielder, and Laz likes it. Um, and then, of course, Machado watch. Where's your Machado prediction? Are you predicting? I I I gotta think it's the Dodgers. Like I'm just like, look, this is the worst possible scenario if Machado comes to the Dodgers because he'll pretty much break the Giants. So I'm just preparing myself for it. Um, do I think the Orioles? I don't know. Do, do the Orioles going to trade him in the AL East? It, that seem that would seem pretty dumb. But also, we're, My, I, I'm hearing the Brew Crew wants peace. That the, the 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 rumor is that the Brew Crew scoffed at the Orioles' request. What, what did they request? Some the, 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 it hasn't been published, but some ludicrous thing. Yeah, like but Jimmy going, Paxton or whatever. Or no, that's that's the Seattle guy. Yeah, who's, there, who's the the brew, the brew. I imagine that they're trying to get just like th- their farm system. Well, you know, the Giants traded a lot of dudes to the Brewers recently, so. But I don't know if they're, they're that good. I'd be okay with the bre- the Brewers. I would love to see it. In fact, I'm going for it. I'm going in on the Brewers. You know, if he goes to the Brewers, like my my prediction is almost guaranteed. It's basically Houston, Milwaukee. Houston, Milwaukee. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. That would be great. Um. Mets pitchers, uh, Syndergaard's looking like he'll start Friday. Yeah, he threw a bullpen today. There was video of it, and then, but I don't think they're trading him just I, off. Injury. I, I honestly, I was, I, I really think they should just avoid trading uh, Degrom and uh, Thor this year and just wear it. Yeah, just wear it. Like the Giants wore it last year. They still got their dudes. It's just a bad year. Fuck it. I agree. I say I if I'm the Mets. Pay somebody to take Frazier. Like, say, but say, no, honestly, say, look, give us. Wait, is Reyes still on the team or no? Yeah. <laughs> give us some prospects. You need a for third Todd Frazier? For Todd Frazier, but we'll pay his salary. Oh, you want to go full Pablo? Yeah. We'll pay his salary, just prospects for a free vet. Shit prospects. I'm talking about anybody. Yeah. Anybody. If Jay, I were the Jay Mets. Bruce is not playing, so he's untradeable. Uh huh. Um, what about Conforto or, uh, I wouldn't trade those youngins. Yeah. I'd keep Conforto. I like a Conforto Nimmo, potentially Cespedes outfield going forward. How long has it been since Cespedes played? Cespedes is just going, I'm not playing for this team. 
but like call me next year when we're better. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jay Bruce is going to be untradeable, but I say like, that's just, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, trade Cabrera. What about, what about trading Frazier back to his hometown for, uh, Matt Harvey? <laughs> <laughs> trading back for Matt Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Legendary. <laughs> That'd be a legendary move. Somebody that would be, that would be a Met move. Yeah. yeah. Somebody was uh, talking to Cross Sports here for a second that the Knicks should trade uh, Courtney Lee and um, and Tim Hardaway Jr. to get rid of their contracts for Melo <laughs> to give Melo a swan song, and then he comes off the books next year with OKC paying his contract. And I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> um. More than Melo playing for your favorite coach in Houston? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know where I want Melo to go at this point. Not Houston, not L.A., not the Knicks, obviously. He can come to the Warriors yeah, and play please six take, minutes a game. Oh, my God. I'd be all about him going to the Warriors. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like you guys think that you're getting like a, a bench scorer? <laughs> Meanwhile, you're getting l- actual cancer. Do you think – okay, well – We'll talk about it later because it's yeah. not baseball. Because we um, could get we could go on this. Now for a while. here's the question for you. Yeah. Phillies, Braves atop the NL East. Yes. Nationals are playing 500 baseball. Yeah. They're however many games back. Three. Bryce and a half Har- Harper is hitting what 220. And he's gonna Trying be a free agent next year. And yeah. He's gonna want 400 million dollars. Yeah. Do you trade Bryce Harper right now? If you're the Nationals. I no, and I don't trade him right now. I pray and hope he gets hot before the deadline. I, I mean, at this point, you're he's as he's more worthless than he's ever been. This is his absolute low price. So there's no there's no sense in trading him now. When you think about the Nationals and where they stand with two young teams. Like okay, let's let's consider the fact that like no one's afraid of the Mets. Fine, I'm happy to say it. But like, I'm not sure you should have no fear of the Mets, right? Like, I'm not sure you should have no fear of them as like a long term problem. As uh, long as they keep those guy those pitchers, you should certainly have fear of a Philly, a young Phillies team that's leading the division, and mm-hmm. you should certainly have fear of a young Braves team that's a half game back. Yeah, Scherzer, Strasburg, Harper, you could get. You get a whole you new get Machado. Fran- you get a whole new <laughs> franchise, right? You could, you could. Do I do it? No. I mean, if I'm Washington, no, I don't do it because, you know, how far are they back? They're not tremendously far back. No, they're like five games back. Yeah, no. I mean, this back. is this is the team you've had since thirteen, twelve. 13, that has not 14, proven to be a winner. That has not proven to be a winner. But you might as well ride it out one more time. Six games back. Six games back, yeah. I mean, look, if they're 11 or 12 games back at the trading deadline, sure, I, the ultimate package. But who do you trade those guys for, like, besides just, Machado? Just, like, triple fucking five-star prospects from, like... Who's got the best system right now? It's, it's probably still Atlanta. Yankees, Dodgers, yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Like... Yeah. You swing Scherzer over to the Yankees... I mean, right. If if you dangle Scherzer, I mean, you get Boston and the Yankees into a fucking into a bidding war. Bidding war. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. I'm just saying, what what's the number? 
10 games at the at the deadline? I'd put it at 12. I feel like 10 games you can make up in two months. 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Here's the question, though. Mm. Can you make up 12 games? Can you make up 10 games in two months with the na- with that Nationals team? No- nothing about that Nationals team tells me, come back, guys. Oh, no. I think you can. I certainly think you can. But you're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Right. Either way. Because that's what you do. <laughs> because that's who you are. All right, Laz. We got to keep the show tight tonight. Okay. We've, we've, I've got a show to go do. We've got a, we got a late start on it. It's time to do what's becoming my favorite part of the show. Slide into the DMs. Into the DMs. We got some. Uh, we got some good ones. This one uh, isn't really a question. I just want to read it because at Rich Montmini uh, shared it with us. Heard y'all talking about Maddox on Dirty Slides, and I'm not. I'm sure I'm not the first to send this. To you, but it speaks to his dudeness. Greg Maddox faced twenty thousand four hundred and twenty-one batters during his career, and only saw a three—he only saw a three-zero count with three hundred and ten of them. One hundred and seventy-seven of those were intentional walks. So a hundred and twelve or hundred and twenty-three, three hundred and Wow. In wow. 20,000 batters. He just paints. 5'11", 180. Question Dude. for the pod. The chances the Major League team with... Sorry, this one from at Steven underscore Hopson. Hopson! Chances the Major League Baseball team with the best record at the end of the season will have less losses than the team with the worst record has wins. Oh man, that's a lot of math. So I'm supposed to give a percentage on this right now. Uh, it could be a hundred percent because like the fucking White Sox are like thirty are thirty and sixty. So currently, uh, the Kansas City Royals have sixty five losses. Holy fuck! Yeah, and the Red Sox have sixty four wins. So it's very possible. It's very possible. Now, right now, the Royals have played 90 games, and the Red Sox have played 93. So it's very possible. So it's very possible. Yeah. I mean, the it's probably a plus Kansas 150 City, bet in Vegas. Kansas City win percentage is currently 0.278. What? And the Boston win percentage is 0.688. So, yeah. Right now, it's looking like highly likely. Kansas City is the worst team in the league, for sure? Yeah. Okay. By, yeah, by percentage points over... They won the World Series By percentage points over Baltimore, who has 66 losses. Oh, I think it's very possible because once Machado goes... Right, and Adam Jones is traded to the Giants. Yeah, they're going to have 112, 115 losses. So we are going with uh, chances that the MLB team with the best record. I'm saying, yeah, plus plus 150, plus 145. Yeah, I was going to say plus one 170. Ooh, yeah, I take that. Right? Yeah. Why not? Let's go. I mean, I'd say I think we can settle on plus 150. Sure. Yeah. All right. Plus 150. It's going to happen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, highly likely is what we're saying. Highly likely, yeah. 
Hey, Joe and Andy, this from at Big Ben 0225, at Big Ben 0225. Hey, Joe and Andy, uh, you guys have been talking a lot about sports announcers lately and want to know who's your favorite announcer. Mine is Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson. Fuck Chase Utley. Oh, that's awesome. Um, favorite across all sports? Sure. Give me a couple. Um, I'm going, I love Scully. Oh, Did, yeah. Scully. Were you a Scully as a Giants fan? Yeah. Yeah, I love Scully. I mean, we talk about... Chick Hearn is probably my favorite all-time announcer. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought Chick Hearn was sublime. Um, but I, I love Vince Scully just because he had a story for every single player. And I we talked about our favorite all-star memories. We talked yeah. about our favorite... Like, he called so many of those all-star games. So yeah. many of those World Series games in the 80s and the early 90s. It's just... Yeah. To Plus, me, his voice was baseball. Yeah, no. Yeah. Plus, he called the uh, the catch game. Niners Cowboys. I think by himself. I don't think he had a color guy. Right. Even for football. Who needs it? Dude, yeah, that, that's, I mean, a, that's Keith amazing. Keith Jackson, not bad. Oh, Nelly. Oh, Nelly. The granddaddy of them all. It's a fumble. Gotta love Mike Breen. And I as, like Mike as, Breen. As a, you're going you're gonna to remember Mike Breen, Breen 20 years from now. As yeah. Like Curry, a, bang! Yeah. Just yeah. lots of bangs. Just so many bangs. Started out as a Knicks guy, which yeah. I love. Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson, I love. Yeah. I really like Gus Johnson. Really like who Gus Johnson. gets more excited than Gus Johnson? Nobody. Nobody. You know, it's kind of an underrated guy who's, uh, I don't know if he passed recently, but Dick Enberg was great. Yes, he did pass recently. Yeah. Yeah. Dick Enberg was great. And John Miller. Um, I love John as Miller. As, as far as baseball guys. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll give you my all-time hates. All those St. Louis motherfuckers. Yeah. Fucking Bob Costas, Joe Buck. I like Jack Buck, though. Yeah. I you know what I don't hate Joe Buck. Oh man. Oh man. My only problem with Joe Buck is maybe if you've been to his restaurant in St. Louis, Jay Bucks, you would hate him. Yeah, my only problem with Joe Buck is like some like what I love about Breen and what I love about Gus Johnson does not translate to baseball. Like a sixth inning playoff double does not get like I don't need that level of excitement. Just like temper it. Yeah. You know. Um, but I think he, I think Buck gets a bad rap. I think people hate Buck, and I'm like, I I loathe Buck. <laughs> I loathe him. <laughs> I think he's a smug fucker. I hate I McCarver. I hate him. Oh, 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 I another St. Louis bastard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate McCarver too. And then I talked about it before. We talked about it last. Where McCarver at? We we talked about it last week when we were doing the fan index. I just love my darling Hernandez. Like those oh, guys. Oh, Gary I mean, Thorne. Su- such a fucking. That's a great booth. Great booth. It really and now, is. And now Hernandez is doing Fox in the and 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 uh, Darlin's doing TBS or whatever. Yeah. It's like people have realized how great they are. Yeah, they're they're really good. Credit. I like those dudes. Yeah, but I hated McCarver. McCarver was an, like to McCarver. I was like, dude, I get it. You wanted to lick Bob Gibson's nuts. Yeah, I exactly, get it. Can exactly. You stop fucking. Talking and I grew about up Bob with Gibson. Kiner and McCarver. That was like the Mets booth, TV oh, yeah. booth back in the day. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Gross. And also John Sterling and fucking Michael Kay and anybody involved with the Yankees, they yeah. can lick my fucking nutsack for sure. The Hawk Harrelson and uh, it's White an A bomb <laughs> from A Rod. You're like no, you douche. Just you. come up with a fucking yeah, yeah something. No, I I. Uh, one of my favorite days ever was when Dion Sanders dumped that bucket of water on McCarver. Yeah. You're a real man, Dion. Yeah. <laughs> a real man. <laughs> <laughs> 
This one from I, it's John, A-Y-Y-Y-Y, it's John. Is there one stat, and we've, we sort of touched on this before, but mm-hmm. he wants us to narrow it down to one. Is there one stat that really defines a player is better than another player, batting or pitching-wise? Hashtag fuck Chase Utley. Hashtag Mike Trout is a goat. Uh, I'm still for, I'm going to say this. I'm going to start with pitching. I'm still an ERA man because yeah. the walks and the hits per inning pitches, like that doesn't take into count the bulldog factor a lot of guys it also is a number that doesn't really translate exactly yeah like it's like if you have a great whip it's 1.1 or something yeah. okay what does that mean to me like era it's your earned run average per nine innings so it gives you a sense of like what like how much chance you're giving your team to win every day so yeah i when when i look at pitching stats you go to the ERA. You go to the ERA leaders. Yeah. Those are your best pitchers in baseball. Yeah. You go to your strikeout guys. You're like, oh, four of those dudes are the best pitchers in baseball. One guy's a guy who strikes out a bunch of dudes. Yeah. You go to your whip. Like, it's like you go to your ERA. Those are your guys. Yeah. That's them. That's them. Those are yeah. the best pitchers in baseball. Hitting-wise, I understand. I, I'm not going to say batting average because I, I know batting average is slightly flawed. But I think it's slugging percentage. How hard you hit the ball, generally, you know. And I and I think I think the the idea that now we have an on base plus slugging, slugging is just probably the answer. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Your OPS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the point of baseball is yeah. to get on base, right? And how hard you hit the ball, you know, how many runs you don't give up, how yeah. many runs you get. So runs is another one. Runs is another one that's kind of an underrated stat because the guys who lead the league in runs are um, guys who get on base, guys who hit home runs, guys who, you know, drive in runs. They're they're on base all the time. So it's kind of an underrated stat. Yeah, I think definitely underrated. If you look at the all-time runs leaders, it's the greatest players in baseball. Yeah. But also a stat that can be affected on a year-by-year basis by how good your team is. and True. Who's hitting behind you? Who's hitting in front of you? Yeah. All that shit. Yeah. I'm going to go with ERA and OPS. Yeah. I like it. I'm with it. Uh, we got one more, I think, before we go to the, the big one. Is the uh, guy who asked me why I hate St. Louis so much? That's in, that's in our final question. Oh, okay. Uh, this one from our boy Peyton Stolp. Long time famed dirtball. Peyton! Real, real, real dirtball. <laughs> hey, guys. I've been out of baseball for a while but still have love for the game. Looking to get into coaching, and a buddy of mine who played high school ball is going to go in with me. Is there an age group you guys recommend starting with so we aren't corralling toddlers but aren't trying to win championships from day one? Thanks, guys. Go Rockies. Fuck Chase Utley. Um, if you've been out of baseball for a while and you're not much of a you're not a much of a baseball guy. I think it's hard to go straight go to the twelve year olds to to go directly. Yeah, like yeah. I'd but go but like I understand. 10. I understand. T ball is not what you, that's. You're basically not coaching baseball. Yeah, no, you're not. The problem when when you're in with like twelve year olds and like if you haven't been in in it in a while, you're gonna deal with some crazy ass exactly parents. little like. Little League, like the age that plays Little League, League World, World Series, Series. you're yeah. going to have crazies. Yeah. Now, in fairness, you could be a re- a spring 
little league coach. Mm-hmm. Summers when you hit the all stars. Summers when you got the psychos. But you're still gonna deal with a touch of that. Yeah. In so I would say it's one level below that. Yeah. Like I would say nine, it's like ten, the, the ten, minors the or minors, whatever right. they do in your you know. What I don't did you play little league when you were growing up? Yeah, you pony. Yeah, you played, it was like it was like minors, majors, pony, and then yeah, American Legion. And majors was little league, right? Majors, majors was, was like the high little league. That, that's the little right. league world series. That's the little league world series. And then so I would go with like, like thirteen minors. 14. I would go like the ten yeah, eleven, the ten elevens. Yeah, it's Nine casual. You don't have to deal with fucking all stars. You right. You but you're not wiping asses. Exactly. I think yeah. that's the answer. That is the answer. I mean, we're killing it today. We're giving you actual answers. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, I don't know. These are opinions. Those are, <laughs> those are facts. We just, we just gave you the stats answers, and we just gave you the, the coaching like answers. this. So good luck, Stolp. Uh, hit me up if you need uh, some drills. Some drills, for t- yeah. For 10-year-olds. Yeah. And our or some final- equipment out of your trunk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I make room for uh, golf clubs. I've been golfing a little bit more last week. Yeah, baby. We got to get again. out there. We got to find a place that has uh, actual carts. So then we could just record a podcast as we drive around in between. Oh yeah, that's ideal. Yeah, yeah. But we can't we can't be dragging our bags. No. Um, no. So our final question of the day. This one comes from Kyle Roden at K Roden zero five one seven. Kirby Puckett, dude or not a dude? He was a favorite of mine as a kid. I also needed to hear more about why Laz hates the cards. Okay. So start with the cards, Let, and then we'll start with the cards. Okay. Well. Listen, I don't actually hate the Cardinals. I have um, a loathing of the the Cardinal way, Cardinal fans, their kind of sense of like we're the greatest fans. This is a baseball town. This is how you play, derpty derpty do. But I actually grew up on the Cardinals because my dad was a Cardinals fan. My first like experience with baseball was that Cardinals team with Ozzie Smith and Lonnie Smith and Willie McGee and they would just run all day long. I think they I think their, you know, leading home run hitter was George Hendricks and he had 17 bombs and they were just fast and super athletic and I loved them. Um and then it and then as a, when I was about 12 years old, uh um after Ricky got traded, who was my favorite player, Will Clark came along for the Giants, and that's when I became a Giants fan. They played the Cardinals in the 1987 uh, NLCS, and my dad was full-on rooting for the Cardinals, and I was full-on rooting for the Giants. And fucking Jeffrey Leonard hits four bombs in four consecutive days and does this one-flap-down thing that incensed the Cardinals fans. And for me, I was like... What is the problem? He's just literally pumping one arm as he runs and leaving the other one down. Like it's yeah. not even that big of a, you know, thing. Not exactly a bat flip. Right. It's not a bat flip or anything. These fans went absolutely bonkers on yeah. him, dumping beers on him and whatever. My dad was like, "That's a disgrace to the game. Play the game the right way." Burber, burber, do. And I was like, "Man, fuck this guy." Or right, not fuck my dad, but. Fuck the Cardinals and their whole, yeah. like, we're the best bullshit. I and mean, then I got a real hatred of Tim McCarver, Joe Buck, and and, yeah. uh, and Bob Costas. I mean, I hate the Cardinals. Just I, I hate the Cardinals fans. I hate the idea that, like, there's nothing about Cardinals fans at all. That's, that's any different. That's any different than any other baseball fan. Yeah. So just stop claiming it. Yeah. Just stop claiming it. You're yeah. not the best fans. Stop pretending you are. They just this have that. W- 
kind of thing where they just love the smell of their own farts kind, yeah. of, kind of deal. And I hate the Cardinals for Game six, uh, Game 7, 2006, <laughs> yeah. NLCS, yeah. Car- Carlos Beltran fucking freeze-looking ball game. <laughs> and I hate the Cardinals for winning in 87 when, uh, the year after we win in 86, and we're supposed to fucking go back to it. And that was like, as a kid... Being like, we're the champs. And then being like, fuck the Cardinals. Fuck Tommy Herr. Fuck Ozzie Smith. <laughs> fuck all you motherfuckers. <laughs> fuck the Cardinals. Fuck Vince Coleman. Fuck Tom Bernanski. Fuck them all. <laughs> so I'm with you. <laughs> fuck the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. And like, I don't care that much, but I'm also like, fuck the Cardinals. I mean, I picked them. If I hated them, hated them. Right. I wouldn't have picked them to go to the fucking World right. Series this year. Look, I, I respect the history of the Cardinals. Uh, Branch Rickey invented the minor league system. You got to give them some credit for that. Um, but it's also a low-key, super racist town, and fuck them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and fuck them. <laughs> um, all right. And then Kirby Puckett, dude or not a dude, into a preview for you. All Minnesota Twins, dude or not a dude, and we're going to have to go pretty rapid fire. Okay. Um, Kirby Puckett, an absolute dude. Until after he retired, he was beating the shit out of his wife. Not a dude move. Um, So that's basically my answer. But on the ball field, an absolute dude. Kirby Puckett, in his career, I mean, did it at a size that— He was like 5'8", fucking 230. Super athlete. Like, you know, he was— He looked like a bowling ball— Playing center field. I mean, the 90 fucking World Series, like everything, just... Oh, 91? 91, yeah. We'll see you tomorrow night! Yeah. Yeah, when he hit that bomb. A full-on dude on the ball field. That was Jack Buck's call, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I'm with you. Almost like you could be John fucking Wayne if you're a virgin. You're You're not not a a dude. dude. Yeah. If you beat your wife... It's not a dude move. almost, Almost a less dude move than... Being a virgin? Being a virgin. Yeah. Respect the Punani. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm going not a dude. I'm going not a dude. I can't I can't do it. And uh that's gonna kill the we just lost the Minnesota fans. (laughs) But let's They know it's they know that's real, man. But we'll we'll try to redeem it here. Rod Carew. Uh I want to say dude, but he was such a slappy hitter. Yeah. He was so but, slappy. But you know what? So good at slapping. So good at slapping. I mean, yeah. And hey. so is Ichiro, and Ichiro's a dude. So Tony Gwynn. Yeah, Tony Gwynn. Now, nah, I feel like Tony Gwynn had more power Yeah, than, than uh, Rod But Kuro, I feel but. like those guys, when you talk about Ichiro, when you talk about Gwynn, you talk about Carew, it's like if if – the reason that we know we're like, oh, Gwyn had a little bit more power than that. Like, you don't just put the ball as a lefty between short and third, two hundred fifty times a year, unless right. you have the, like so. Unless you know what you're doing, so you could hit a homer. And yeah, that's what they always said. Like Ichiro could hit thirty five bombs. Yeah, but he'd hit like one eighty. I, I get Carew, probably not a thirty five bomb guy in no. him, but no, but he probably he was an MVP. He was an MVP, I believe. Yeah, you know, he's a Hall of Famer and. You know, he converted to Judaism. So yeah, he converted. He converted. Um, and uh, there was also like know yourself. Yeah. You know, um, and be yourself. And uh, this guy was like, look, I'm a little um, pan. I think he's from Panama or something. Am I right? I don't know. Um, but anyway, it's like, I'm a little dude. I'm going to slap this ball and I'm going to go to the Hall of Fame. So, dude, 
Dude. Yeah. Johan Santana. Oh, dude. 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 The filthiest changeup. It's certainly the filthiest left-handed changeup I've ever seen in my life. And if nothing else, the Mets, for a long time, were one of the few teams without a no-hitter. Came to the Mets. No, not no. a great, not a great Mets career. He was kind of done when he had a no, no though. Yeah, and put it out there. Probably ended his career getting that no, no. Yeah, that's a dude move. Yeah, he threw until his arm came off. So dude that's, move. That's a dude move. Johan, you're a dude. Bert by eleven. I mean, three hundred wins is three hundred wins, right? You if know? he didn't beat his wife and he had sex with a woman at some point in his career, he's a dude. He's a dude. Yeah, he also pitched for like thirty years. Yeah. Did he get 10 wins a year for 30 years? Yeah, ba- uh, <laughs> something something like that. 15 yeah. for, you know. And he had a dirty-ass curveball, and being able to throw that a curveball that long with that kind of tilt is pretty pretty awesome. Frank Sweet Music Viola. Oh, I mean, he had a perm. He had a mustache. He didn't throw particularly hard, but he carved. For a long time, he even carved with the Mets for a little bit. I mean, yeah. it was a big get oh, yeah. for getting the Mets. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got no reason to say he's not a dude. I mean, just the fact that you go out there on national television with a fucking perm and looking like fucking Luigi from Super Mario fact. Brothers, like, and you carve up major league hitters, that's dude. Here's the deal. Frank Viola, hair and mustache, playing in the big leagues. If you're going to make an argument that he's not a dude, show me your argument. Yeah, I don't have one. I, show it to me. I've never seen it. If you're, if you're it. out there, yeah. show me your argument. Yeah. If it, look, sliders. I'm showing you mine. Yeah, yeah. That look hair, that, that mustache, lefty, major leaguer. Yeah, exactly. Sweet music. Frankie sweet music. So, dude, bring your argument. Yeah, exactly. Tory Hunter. The only argument I have against him is two eyes and Tory. Other than that. <laughs> oh, man. Dude. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean all I mean all the fucking uh robberies, the highway robberies he committed. He also played for 20 years and I think his kid was like he was still playing in the big leagues while his kid was playing for Notre Dame. Yeah. That's that's dude shit. Dude move. Yeah. I'm 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 with you. Tory Hunter, dude. Yeah. So so far we've got Puckett, not a dude, Carew, Johan, Burt, Sweet Music and Tory all dudes. Here's going to be an interesting one. Chuck Knobloch. Chuck, new kids on Knobloch. Look, as someone, I mean. As somebody I've, who has had the yips. Yeah, as someone I've had the yips, the yips at second base. Yeah. Uh, you, had the, you had the actual Knobloch yips. I had the I, reverse Knobloch yips. I had, uh, my, my yips were different than Knobloch, though. Like, I have an excuse for my yips. Yeah. I was, a, I was a middle infielder my whole life and also very, very small. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly I was super tall. Yeah, and no, still at second base and could not stay down. Field? Yeah, went over to third. Yeah. No problem. Yip's yeah. gone. Um, here's the thing. Chuck Knobloch was a good baseball player. He was a very good major leaguer. He's a rookie of the year. He uh, won a World Series with the Yankees and the Twins. Um, but all reports that I've heard about Chuck Knobloch from Minnesota fans, Garbage person. Garbage person. So... I mean, like this is coming from this is some of my, you know, Jonesy is a great friend of mine, huge Twins fan. He's like, fuck Chuck Knobloch, fuck his. And it seems like it's almost his, like, if you're a guy with the yips and everybody likes you, like, support will come around. Right. And because you're a piece of shit, everybody's like, good, fuck you. Fuck Keep you. Into the fucking dugout. Fuck you, you fucking your flat machine. top and your yeah. yips. <laughs> your fucking mullet turned flat top. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, 
if we're gonna give Viola the dude from hair alone, yeah, I almost think you don't give it to Knobloch on Just, the yips in the hair. Yeah. So Knobloch, nah. not a dude. Chuck, not not not, not a dude. Block. Not a dude. Block. <laughs> uh, Rick Aguilera. I mean, great flow. You know, great flow. Uh, uh, a stud reliever for a long time. It's kind of it's kind of like the Tory Hunter like or uh, the Frankie Sweet music. I don't have any reason to to doubt him being a dude. You know, I I mean I haven't read because I know he was on that '86 Mets team. Yeah, and starter uh, turned badass twins reliever. reliever. Yeah, so he probably got in some bar fights in Houston with Jesse Orozco and the rest of that crazy crew. So. You know, I haven't heard any crazy. He was like, he was like an also ran with that Mets team, and it's like, oh, and and then I'm. But they gi- had Jesse Orozco, Roger yeah. McDowell, him. Yeah, I'm know. giving him dude because when he left, I was like, who? Like, no one cares. And then I was like, fuck. Can you imagine if we had Aguilera, man? Yeah. Yeah, I say dude. I'm going dude. Yeah. Uh, sort of the opposite player of Aguilera with some of the, while while having the same. Success, Joe Nathan. <sighs> Joe Nathan's like the Joe Mauer of relievers. Well, I mean, he was dominant for a while. He was just like Joe Mauer. Um, I, you know, will always remember the day we traded Joe Nathan. We being the Giants traded Joe Nathan and Francisco Liriano for a piece of human garbage. AJ Pruszynski. <laughs> Is that the move? Yes. Wow. Liriano and Nathan. Wow. Yeah. Talk about your all time backfires. Oh, all time. And we oh it was I've never seen a man grounded in Bridgehampton's own. What? <laughs> yeah. Bridgehampton's own Adrian oh, Brzezinski. God. Just rumored. I don't I still don't know if that's true. Well, I'll tell you what is not a rumor. He grounded into more double plays than any man alive. Um so Barry Bonds would get walked and uh they had Brzezinski hitting fourth for some god forsaken reason and he hit into double plays. So I missed Joe Nathan. Um, a lot, and uh, um, so I, I've, I, I'm saying, dude, like, I, I'm not sure how long he was dominant, but I feel like he had four or five really good I'm years. I'm going, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I miss you, Joe. And then you, Joe the final one, only one year, I believe, in Minnesota, but he's Minnesota's own. He could have been a Minnesota Viking. He could have been a Minnesota Timberwolf. <laughs> Yeah, I think he was a little late for the Timberwolves. He could have been. He could have been a New Jersey net, though. Could have been. He could a New York net. A true, like maybe the maybe the pre Bo Bo, maybe the greatest athlete in the history of Minnesota. No, uh, certainly. Who else is Dave he Winfield? Yeah, I mean, who else is he up against? Kevin McHale. Dave Winfield. I mean, yeah. what are we even doing? Here? I know. Dave, Jesus. Dave, Dave Winfield's face could be one could be one of the ones that we give to somebody to make the dude bust like if we were going to create a dude yeah like we we're going to create a face that was the dude it's dave winfield it's like dave winfield's mustache with like yeah jeff bridge's hair yeah with frank viola's sideburns you know like <laughs> yeah. maybe it's winfield sideburns and viola's mustache it's, like, <laughs> it's certainly dave winfield's flapless helmet oh yeah the the catchers the, the catcher's, catcher's skull cap yeah, just took it off. I like, like I, I don't. I, I don't need. Like, I dare you to throw up my head. Yeah, I fucking dare you. You would yeah. never do it. I'm Dave fucking Winfield. He's like also 
That's the preferred height of fastballs that I like to hit. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen. Throw it at my ears. Because he was like six foot six. Yeah. And with tomahawk balls like eight feet off the ground yeah. into the stands. Yeah. And he was drafted by the NBA, the ABA, the NFL, and MLB. And of the two black men from Minnesota, the other being Prince, think about that. The, the, the greatest athlete in the history of Minnesota, the greatest musician in the history of Minnesota. And there's only two of them. Yeah. Amazing. Dudes. Dudes. Laz, that's our show. Okay. Uh, guys, uh, well, first of all, it's an hour and seven minutes, so it's not, I don't know what I'm apologizing for. But no, we, ha- that, we, we have, gave we, you great we, content. We have given them a taste of just longer episodes lately. Yeah. Uh, guys, rate, review, and subscribe to the Dirty Slides podcast podcast we have seen a slight drop in our numbers which was bound to happen when we sure. left the the flagship feed but if you're listening rate review and subscribe get us back on the charts let let the people know yeah tell, tell everybody in that itunes store <laughs> what you think of us i love all the reviews that mentioned yeah, they've us been really dudes. great so thank you and uh and just keep it up yeah and just support everything across the board at dspn we are I'm going to tease it here on the Dirty Slides. But yeah, we're just trying we're to build an empire, be, man. We're about to be a five-day-a-week network. Holy shit. We've got two days of Dirty Sports. We've got a day of the Dent Report. We've got a day two of the Dirty, dirty slides. slides. What else? What's and the fifth we day? We've got a Friday tease. I'm teasing it. Fridays are about to get a lot a lot funner. Thank goodness it's Friday. Uh, something, something great is upon us. But oh, we, I'm excited. We have to see... We have to see, you know, a, a ROI, as they call it in the business world. Show me the reviews. Views. Show me the ratings. Show me the subscriptions. Do it across the board and keep being fucking dudes out there. Laz, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on Insta at Andy Lazarus, on Twitter at Andy Lazarus, and on Insta at Venice Gaze. How the Venice Gaze doing? Man, the Venice Gaze are struggling. We've got to split the next doubleheader to make the playoffs. We've lost four guys to pro ball. Um, just need shit's you not split working. Split the next what? Four? Two? Two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's. Totally you gotta get. You gotta win one. Win one. Win and you're one. In. Win. Win and you're in. Okay. Done deal. So, um, uh, and and uh, I sent your dude shirt over last week. Oh, I love it. Super soft. Super soft. It was in the laundry. Otherwise, I would have. Actually, no. It was. It was not in laundry. It was just too goddamn hot this weekend yeah. to wear to our three to quarter the, shirt. Yeah, to a three quarter. But hopefully it'll cool down and uh, I'll wear it and take some pictures. And shout out to our boy Trevor who made that uh, design. And Trevor, I way to have, go, Trev. Trevor, I'm here at Laz's. I'm going to talk to him right after the show ends about getting a gay hat in your size. Uh, we'll oh, do I ordered. I ordered a bunch of gay hats. They're on their way. Great. Yeah. And uh, if you want your own dude shirt, go to DirtySports.com and go into the shop. The dude shirts. I have one. Laz has one. I sent one over. Express delivery to Laz last week with a bottle of vodka for winning his college baseball bet. And uh, so get your dude shirts. Follow me on Twitter at Fix Your Life. Follow me on Instagram at Joe Prano. That's where I've been sneaky peeky teasing some upcoming things uh, for Dirty Sports. Follow us on Twitter at Dirty Slides. And we did get some Sliders mail. Sliders mail. It was uh, addressed to Andy and Joe Lazarus. 
And it reads, Joe, happy birthday, buddy. Try forgetting about the Dumpster Fire Mets by reminiscing on this 1977 Dumpster Fire. This could lead to a fun game of Dude or Not a Dude or possibly a spinoff game of Cokehead or Not a Cokehead. Just remember, <laughs> the Mets won the World Series a short nine years after this team. Thanks for everything, boys. Steamboat Willie, a.k.a. Kyle Aronofsky. P.S. Fuck Chase Utley. Fuck him. A 1977 official... New York Mets yearbook with cover boy Joe Torrey. Joe Torrey. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Kyle. That's cool, man. Uh, and just like he said in his PS, fuck Chase Utley. <laughs>